This is my go-to bra for when I'm at the gym. My go-to bra. Yeah. Me, me, me. Fuck that bra. Why? It's cute. Because you got, like, perfect fake titties. You shouldn't be wearing a bra. It's only when I'm at the gym, so they don't go bouncing all over the place. <sighs> That's kind of the point of having big titties, isn't it? So they bounce all over the place. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially when you sell your titties online, so. Yeah. Yes, but sometimes I like them to be, like, held in place just a little bit better than, like, the sports bra or no bra at all. Oh, Okay. It's all good. It's all good. Because, I mean, I can still wear some of my smaller sports bras. They just really spill out, which, I mean, that's kind of the look you want, right? Right. Right. Let's do this. Okay. It's a pineapple party. Oh, and we got polyamory, too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. What's going on? It's Pedro. And Tink. And we are coming at you with episode number 16. Woo, so, woo. yeah, we got uh, some fun stuff to talk about today. Yes, we do. And uh, also, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to VJ's Hotspot for the awesome outfits that uh, we got from him like two weeks ago. Yes, I've been wearing them on our episodes and my random photo shoots. Yes, uh, they are the photo shoots of each outfit. I think there's what, six, seven outfits? There's seven outfits. Seven outfits. Um, The Facebook unfriendly versions (laughs) will be on the podcast OnlyFans. Yes. Um, We will be posting the Facebook friendly ones on our pages yes and i have actually posted a few as well yes um so look for look for those but we just wanted to give a big shout out to them because they have been great friends over the years yes they, have. they always have great products great prices um and they're usually at all the big events so yes. um and they also ship which which luckily, came in really handy because yeah. we are now states away yeah uh, so make sure that you check them out on Facebook. That's VJ's Hotspot. That V E E J A Y S Hotspot, all one word. So give our friends your support if you can, because they support kinky fuckers like us. Yes, they do. All right. So now that we got our commercial out of the way, unpaid commercial. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Our first one. We're doing it. We are going to uh, talk about perhaps a touchy subject when it comes to swinging. I mean, it could potentially be a touchy subject. So I'm in a men's group for swingers. So it's just the boys. Oh, just the boys. You know, since you girls have all your little girls groups, you know, that us guys can't join. So we have a boys club. I mean, there's only one that I know of, and that's just called Hot Spicy Moms, but yeah. Well, okay. no, there's the Discord. Oh, yeah. Okay, those, only. Yeah, there is. There, but and I think a couple of the other swinger groups have the girls only uh, version. I still feel like the guys get in somehow. Um, that's just me, though. I could be totally wrong, and maybe they're really great at filtering, but oh. I still feel like the guys get in. Well, we have a uh, penis only group. I'm sure exactly it is just penis only. And, yeah. <laughs> and there was a post... The other day okay what was this post um i'm gonna give you the the, the short version okay. but 
a man and his wife did their first swap. Okay. And he says in his post that he's a very protective person of his spouse. And I guess the man of the other couple could not get hard. So he proceeded to finger bang her. And I guess he kept looking at her and, you know, trying to see if she's okay. And her face was showing that she wasn't enjoying it much. Okay. And she eventually, you know, moved her hand down to stop him. Mm-hmm. And the guy admittedly like yells, we're done here. Oh. Like, yeah. At the first sign of, you know, something, he's like, we're done. Okay. And then apparently uh, the guy tried to uh, continue after like explaining what he was trying to do. And as he went to continue, uh, the husband grabbed this man's hand and like yelled at him. You know, I said, we're done. Wow. So, and he was afraid that, you know, his wife was injured. Okay. Now. Was she bleeding? I mean, it doesn't say. But. Okay. I'm sure all women have been fingered roughly before. That did not feel great. Oh, hell yes. Multiple times. (laughs) But, you know, to me, that's not a justification to flip out and stop all play and all that. So. Okay. So what's your take on this? This is what I wrote. Okay. I said, it's one thing to be protective of your spouse, but it's something completely different when that protectiveness stems from insecurities and jealousy. As husbands or partners, we tend to forget our wives are grown-ass women who would be out in the world dealing with other men all the time if we weren't around. If a woman can't use her own voice to communicate what she likes or doesn't like or to put an end to a situation, it may be time to rethink this lifestyle choice, in my opinion. Okay, so. I mean, that sounds good. I thought that was a pretty reasonable comment. Yeah. You know, I didn't attack anybody. I wasn't mean, you know. And it's a serious situation that, you know, needs addressed. And like you said, if it wasn't good, then maybe they need to take a step back. Right. So. And then I get this response. Okay. Don't worry. We are rethinking it. This was our first time and didn't know what to expect. Plus, my wife's reflex to be verbal is slow to process and react. But by your comment, our experience may have been no more of a respectful gentleman yourself. Doesn't make much sense there, but he was probably very angry. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're going to troll someone's bad experience and don't have anything polite to say, then I'm going to ask you to kindly go fuck off. No need for a Monday morning quarterback comment. So please, sir, get the fuck off my thread. My wife is still injured today. Hmm. Okay, so a couple things here. Personally, Give me your take as a woman on this. Okay. So personally, being slow to react, I get that because I am that woman. I, you know, like maybe he was being a little bit rough, but, and he did try to go a different route on how he came at her with fingering her. 
So you kind of have to give a benefit of the doubt. The poor dude doesn't know what's her go-to button. He's trying to figure out. Some are a little bit rougher than others, and you just have to vocalize that, hey, that's a little rough. Trust me, I've had some guys rub way too hard on my clit, and I'm like, yo, either don't touch the clit, or you need to slow your roll on it. And I mean, that happens. Sometimes they're, maybe their ladies like it rougher and that's what they're used to because they've been doing it for years. And when you come out and you're playing with someone new, they are not going to be exactly like how your normal partner is. Exactly. The first time you play with somebody, whether it's in the swing lifestyle or, you know, your vanilla dating, you know, world, Mm -hmm. first time you have sex with somebody, you have no idea what the fuck they like. Exactly. And that's where, like, I am guilty myself of not, you know, vocalizing, but I have gotten, because I've been in it this long now, that I've gotten to the point where if something's not right and it's not feeling good to me, I'm going to stop you, but I'm going to be polite about it. And I'm going to guide you on what it is that I need for it to feel good. And that's what she should have done. That's not where the man comes in and does it. Because guess what? It's not your body. You don't actually know what she likes either unless she told you what she likes. Right. And so my whole point on reading that post Mm -hmm. is, yes, it is our job as husbands and men in the lifestyle to protect our women and all women around us from actual threats. Mm -hmm. I feel like in that man's post... That was a complete insecurity and jealousy move. Yeah, I feel like it It, it was on that line of that because, like, why would you react in such a abrupt way for something that basically was like a little misdemeanor? Like, you, you're there to play. You apparently were in the same room. So right. it's not like it happened from a different room and she's screaming bloody murder. Like something literally has hurt her and that she's injured. And again, unless she's bleeding, she's not actually injured. Right. And Trust me, a pussy can take a pounding according to our lovely. Uh, what, oh my gosh, my brain just stopped. What's her name? She just passed away. Betty White. Thank you. Yes. Yes. A pussy can take a pounding. Yeah, I mean, and even if it was bleeding, like, it would just be a cut from a fingernail. Right. I mean, really, the only time that it would be... You girls do that to yourselves all the time, fingering yourselves anyway. Let alone freaking shaving will fucking cut herself and bleed. So, like, I, I feel like his ending to that post where she's still injured today is her milking it because she wants to make him feel good about the yeah. bullshit that he pulled. Yeah, because, okay, say this occurred on Friday and or Saturday even, and she was a little bit sore. And this post occurred even three days later. I can guarantee you that pussy's not sore no more. It's not. I mean, I can't say anything, but I, I, I mean, it, it would be my guess. That no, I, I, because, like, I've beat the shit out of your vagina many you times. And literally within a day or two, like, you're good to go. Yeah. Like that first day I'd be sore and like by second day I'd be like, all right, I'm pretty sure I can take it this again. But not a couple days later, like however long this might've been. Yeah. So because of this, I want to talk about what to kind of expect in your first swap. Okay. And maybe uh, some do's and don'ts on how to handle things. 
that's a good that's a good thing to bring up um i feel like when it's your you know first time in a play scenario with a new couple first and foremost have communication of what you're both okay with right um you know say it's just soft swap okay everybody's on the same page especially if you're in the same room that's the other thing is you know if if you're going to be playing same room or if you're going to be playing in separate rooms and if you're going to be if it's your first swap you're probably playing same room right yeah most likely it'll be the same room um but again do that communication make sure everybody's on the same page of what's expected and talk with that new partner that you're gonna have like as you're playing together exactly talk through the experience yes don't just lay there and think that they're they're just gonna gonna figure it out yeah like i mean that's setting yourself up for a bad time it, it it really does because they're literally fishing in the dark and it may not end up very well for your pussy right i mean if like as a man if i'm playing with someone for the first time and I haven't had that buildup of conversation and stuff mm-hmm. like that to kind of get an idea of what they like, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm the type of person I'll be like, Hey, do you like this? Like as you're doing, stuff. as I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's corny, but, but it has to happen when you don't know. Right. I mean, cause not every woman is super vocal. Like even with their body language, like sometimes their body language doesn't even tell you. If, oh, they're like, liking it or not like if they're a quiet receiver yeah. basically where like they make the tiny mm, yeah and you're just kind of like okay. or if their body doesn't move right. at all you know yeah, like, there's no arching of the back there's no quivering there's you don't know are you doing a good job or not right right because i've been with women where that. they were literally starfishing ah. and they're like that was the best fuck ever and i'm like really because you didn't move you oh know? My God. like i didn't say that but that's what i'm thinking right like if that was you know and of course because they don't move i don't think i did a very good job right and i'm like really that was your best like holy shit (laughs) (laughs) but i mean that's true um i mean you you kind of have to have you have to talk a little bit through as things are going so that way that other person knows you know yes we're on the right track this is what you like this is or okay in this instance you did something that wasn't comfortable then you need to stop that person regardless of how like you don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't want to you know kill the mood if it's not enjoyable tell them to stop yeah i mean and i think that the issue with that is there's been some bad apples that have kind of ruined that for women as far as being able to say stop oh without somebody freaking out yeah okay so maybe this is i mean i I feel like there are some there are some instances where there are women who have been in really shitty relationships where it was best to just keep their mouth shut well i'm talking more just swing like i'm not even talking about like anything more invasive um yeah i mean because there are assholes in the lifestyle right like 100 percent. and you know like especially you know those super cocky guys that think they're god's gift to women and, and if, they just come off rough well no it, like if they suck right oh, which you, they normally do you can't tell them that and you tell them that then they throw a fucking temper tantrum oh we've seen that before yeah so I, those are the guys that ruin it for the women 
yeah. to be able to say, hey, that doesn't feel good. Stop. Okay. No, I know. Because they don't want to deal with a little fucking five-year-old. Right. That just got told, you know, he's not good at something. Right. Instead of. He can't take it like a man. Listening to the woman and figuring out what it is that she does like. Mm -hmm. Like a real man would do. Right. Because like, I'm sorry, no guy is. I mean, they can think that they are like God's gift to women, but without that communication you can't be that and right. you're not going to be that for every woman either exactly every woman is different right so if you think you got it all figured out bud <laughs> you, hate to tell you <laughs> but you suck in bed because <laughs> unfortunately out of all of the women in the world and out of all the experiences that you probably have with these women there's probably only maybe five of them that you actually get every single part that they need well i mean every woman's going to be different so right. like it doesn't matter how many women you can get off like because not every woman gets off well no no i i just meant like in in general like you know some women need x y and z some women only need x and y you might be able to give five of those women x y and z okay well i mean but that's a them problem not a, a guy problem. i'm talking about stuff guys can do to actually give a good experience to a woman okay like, because to have a good experience, you don't have to check all the boxes. No, I guess not necessarily. And I know that to be true because like, I'm just an average guy. I don't have a big dick, so I, I can't check that box. And I if see. that's a I box that mean. chicks need, you know, supposedly need, I'm still going to get them off. Like fucking watch me. Yeah. But I'm going to listen to them and do what they want done. And just that's because what makes the experience the best. Just because I can't give them that aspect, you know, with my own dick. Mm -hmm. If we got toys there, I'm going to give them that. You know, I'm going to go to town with my tongue. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're into butt stuff, like, I'm going to fuck that ass six ways to Sunday. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to do what I got to do to make her have a great experience. But she has to let me know what, what those is. things are. Yeah. And I have to listen. I can't I just go into it going, I've got this. I I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and you're going to fucking love it, bitch. Yeah, no, you definitely can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> you just said that. And I'm just like, the fuck you are. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're right. But there's guys out there that have that mentality. Oh, I'm so glad I haven't run into them. <laughs> well, I mean, that's because you only go after guys that you become good friends with. Oh, that's why. <laughs> You don't just do like the randoms at clubs and stuff. Yeah. If you did, you would run into that a lot, I think. I, I mean, that's a good possibility. And I'm kind of glad I don't. Because I mean, cause just look at all the, the Facebook groups that we're in. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. You can just tell from the comments that yes. there's a lot of dudes like that. Yes. Oh, my God. The comments are terrible. You know, like they just think they can just like walk on a red carpet yeah, and just, like, you'll the bow man. down to me. Like, <laughs> they I'm, are the man. You're like, no, you're probably not. Those are the ones that probably pull raw too rough on my freaking clit. And I'll be like, dude, probably. stop your shit right now. No, they think they're a DJ. Wicked, 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 wicked. Yeah. Like, that's not what we do. Yeah. So, obviously, communication. Mm -hmm. Talk through everything as mm -hmm. you're playing. Um, if a situation does arise, okay. So, as a man. Okay. If, you know, say you and I as a couple have discussed 
that say anal is a boundary. Like you're not going to do anal with another partner. Mm -hmm. And the guy that you're with is being persistent on putting it in your ass. Okay. And you say no. Mm -hmm. And he keeps trying to do it. And you say no. Mm -hmm. If you stop Mm -hmm. and he gets shitty with you, then I'm going to step in. Oh, hell yeah. Because I'd want you to. Or if he, you know, physically tries to put it in your ass, which would then be rape. Because <laughs> I you may didn't, chop his dick off. Because <laughs> you didn't consent to that. Right. Then obviously I'm stepping in. Right. But I'm going to give you your opportunity to shut that down because. I'm a grown ass woman. And if, if I'm with his wife. You're going to be. I busy. should be paying attention to her. Not right. what the fuck is going on with you two. Right. Like, the only reason that you should come over is if I legit needed you. Right. Like, if you're not, like, yelling, you know, no, stop, or, you know, Pedro, get over here. Yeah. Then I'm not paying attention to you. Fair enough, because it should be on the other woman that you're right. swapping with. So, and, and that's where the whole being protective is one thing. It's protective to if you physically can't shut something down. Right. And you need to step in. As then I'm stepping up. in. Mm-hmm. But a person who's insecure or jealous is going to step in way before that because they think they have to mm-hmm. based on the fact that, you know, they're working off of emotion. Right. And not off of the facts of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, would it suck if somebody actually tried to you know, keep putting it in your ass after you say no. Yeah. The first time. Absolutely. But you know, if when you're in the moment, Mm -hmm. people can get carried away. They do. And of course, you know, drinking's involved. So delayed reactions occur and right. So, I mean, if, if you tell them, you know, no two, three times and like, you're getting to the point where like, okay, I'm just done with this scenario. Mm -hmm. Then I can just end it. Right. And if you're both cool with that and he's not being a dick and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing until I'm done. Like that's, that's not a shut it down situation for me. Right. That's a, you and him didn't work out thing. Like I'm still doing my thing. Right. So unless his wife is like, oh, they stopped, we have to stop. Right. You know, that would really kind of like the only thing unless like he was like oh no we're done if i don't get to play right. and that's just a whole other mess right there right and which i don't play like that like if right. if you two don't work out that ain't my fucking problem <laughs> you know yeah like you're adults if you can't figure your shit out sorry about it but me and her are going to pound town yeah and that's how it should be like i i, I don't understand the whole well you know we stopped playing so they have to stop playing yeah get the fuck out of here i mean go get a drink go do you know yeah. <laughs> like we'll be done in a little bit yeah so in that situation like i i don't feel like flipping out and stopping the whole evening is warranted unless somebody's being super disrespectful mm-hmm. you know or like physically doing something to harm you I agree. I mean, like, I, I can understand if it completely kills the mood for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing. But just to, right. like, freak out and be like, we're done here. 
Yeah, I feel like that could have been handled a whole lot differently. And like a freak out wasn't needed. Like if he wanted to do the whole protective thing, and you know, that's just because it, you know, naturally happens for him and she needed him. I think he could have handled it, but like, hey, maybe, you know, even he could have guided if she was having a hard time vocalizing to tell him what to do. He could have been like, hey, I know she really likes it this way. Try it that way. Right. I mean, like if the, because in, in the post, it, it did say in the very beginning that like they were a super nice couple and they all got along really good. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case. Take the time to. You should have no problem being like, hey, dude. Yeah. She really likes this. Like right. try this or that, you know, and if he's cool, he'll be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, and he'll probably be thankful that you helped him out because he's over there sweating bullets going, fuck, I am I'm, I don't know what I'm doing here because what I'm doing is not working. Right, like she doesn't like the same thing my wife likes. Right, <laughs> and he's struggling trying to figure it out because he's been doing his wife for the last 10 years and he's like, fuck, I'm like, what do I do? Right, so there's definitely better ways to handle that yeah, than I what agree. did happen, yes. you know. And then if shit like that does happen and you want advice in a Facebook group, don't be shitty to people that are giving you their opinions or advice. Right. Like it's not all going to be You're not something gonna that, have, you, that, that they agree with you. Right. I was just going to say that they're not always going to have an opinion that matches yours. Yeah. And if you can't handle that, that really does show that you can't handle being in this lifestyle. Correct. Cause if you can't handle a fucking Facebook comment, you can't handle seeing your wife fucking pounded by another guy. Yeah, no, definitely not. So Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Just about. Yeah. So uh, that's what our topic for swing is. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a good thing to bring up. I think so. I mean, because it happens quite often. And you it know, does. Your first time in any place scenario, it's it's going to be not always smooth sailing. So, yeah. But there's no need to flip out unless someone is actually doing hurt. harm. Yeah. Yeah. Or being super disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I mean, then shut it down. Mm-hmm. If not, try to work through it because you're adults. Exactly. So, all right. <clears throat> We're going to skip the poly segment this week. I know our tens of listeners are going to be so upset about that. But uh, I want to start talking about sex workers. Ooh. Because, well, A... You are a sex worker. I am, yes. Technically, I am too because I am your You're my, co-star. You are my co-star. Um, and I used to have my own deal, but mm-hmm. I can't keep up with that. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of posts on Facebook lately in the groups about women or couples wanting to start an OnlyFans page. Really? I have and they're asking for advice and oh, you know boy. all that so okay. have you been given that advice oh yeah okay i mean some people really thank me for that yeah. and other people just kind of keep fishing for what they want to hear you know so how do i make a whole bunch of money right away <laughs> yeah like <laughs> you don't they want to get rich off of only fans and it's not gonna happen i hate to tell you it's not can tell you that because i've been doing it for two and a half years yeah and you have a whole what like 16 subscribers i have a whole 16 subscribers yeah, yeah. and i mean you're gorgeous well like you're looks wise i mean and body wise you're right up there with the top one percent easy mm, thank you 
Well, it's not just me saying it. Like, literally, you've had hundreds of people tell you that. I know, but I still say thank you. Oh, you roll your eyes. <clears throat> Lord, I'm stuck with him forever now. Someone take him off my hands. So, <laughs> what I tell people yes. is, number one, unless you have a massive social media following right which don't, means not don't just, even bother not just one platform for social media so not just an instagram not just a facebook not just uh twitter like yeah. you have to have multiple different sources of platforms with over a thousand people on them oh a thousand fuck you need at least like ten thousand well yeah at, on each i'm saying even for me like right now, there's only like a thousand, and that's not right. enough. And you have that's to have why more. you have 16 subscribers. Exactly. So there you go, people. If you only have a thousand, you are not going to get those hundreds or thousands of followers that you need no. to make the kind of money you're looking for. Okay. And you guys pay taxes out too. OnlyFans is a numbers game. Yes. Because it's a revolving door. So let's just say you have 400,000 total social media followers mm -hmm. out of that 400,000 you might get a thousand to actually subscribe to your OnlyFans. correct maybe yep and that, that's basically on a good day probably more like 500 out of 400,000 yeah will like, actually subscribe yeah and will possibly stay subscribed yeah but that is not a guarantee because you know life happens and sometimes they only want to see what you post for a month and then they're yeah. gone and you don't get them back a lot of guys get bored yep. of the same chick they want to see different things so okay so that's number one got to have a big social media following mm -hmm. number two don't think you're going to be popular on OnlyFans if you have to hide that you do OnlyFans. yeah like you cannot be afraid to have people find out that you have one that includes where you live. Right. Because in order to get popular, you have to promote, promote, promote. Which means you're going to eventually cross paths with people you know. Yeah. Because you literally have to be on every social media platform, every yep. single one, even Reddit. Yep. So if you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, uh, What's another one? I know I'm missing one. Um, you said Twitter, Reddit, uh, TikTok. TikTok, yeah. <laughs> the biggest one that everybody's on right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you're going to get found out. Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, now, granted, you can, on your OF, you can block out the, um, the, state. the state that you live yeah. in. So that way people in that state cannot find you. And right, but that doesn't do you any good when you're promoting like you should be. Right. And every social media app goes by your location. Gives the people closest to you your posts first. <laughs> yeah. So you're kind of cutting yourself short by doing that. Yeah. I mean, if if there's a chance you could get fired or that you could, you know, lose family members or friends or, you know, if if that's important to you, for some of us it's not that important. Mm -hmm. But um, if that could be a thing, don't do this. Yeah, it's it is. Or gonna, if you're going through a divorce and you have kids, don't do this. Yeah, no, don't do that. I mean, don't. like we obviously don't think there's anything wrong with sex work. 
you know, it's it's just like being a stripper. It's but, just that it's frowned upon still right, by in society. The courts. Yeah. In the courts, it will look bad. Yep. Unfortunately. So don't do it. If you're going through anything with custody or anything like that. Yeah. Um and or, then or if you're like in with the schools oh yeah. for your kids, don't do it either. Yeah. PTO moms are their worst. They'll get you and it's just not worth it because then you're jeopardizing your kid. Right. Um and then so we didn't like the promoting and all that and don't do it. So mm-hmm. the other aspect to becoming a successful sex worker mm-hmm. is multiple streams of income. Yes. Not you can't just, rely just on OnlyFans because chances are you will never be a one percenter. No, there's there's way too many girls that and guys that are out there on OF now that the chances of getting in that one percent are slim to none because yeah. the fact that when you were able to be on the one percent was when the very beginning when OF started getting big for yeah. the sex workers. Right, but now if you're not making. Twelve to fifteen thousand dollars a month. You won't. Um, you won't touch that number. You're not in the one percent. No, because that's how it, it's based off of how much money you make per month mm-hmm. is what your percentage on the site is. Right. So what you're going to need to do for those multiple lines of income is, you know, you can be on OF. You can be on the many vids. Um, there's Fansly. There's Fansly. Pornhub. Um, yeah, you can do Pornhub. They uh, take out a little bit more, I think, tax-wise. Well, it's not taxes. It's just their cut. Or their cut. Still have to pay taxes, but... Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing. Okay. <laughs> when you do OnlyFans, OnlyFans takes 20% off the top. Correct. So if you make $1,000, they're taking 200 of it. Mm-hmm. Then... You still have you to You have pay to pay taxes. On the money that you on the actually money got that got deposited, which would be $800. Right. So depending on how much you make, that's going to depend on your tax bracket. Now, when you do OnlyFans, you're considered a contractor. So that means it's a 1099 gig, you're Mm self-employed. So not only do you have to have like your personal taxes Mm -hmm. taken out, now you got to pay business taxes. Which is more. Yeah, it's another 15.7% or something. Yeah. On top of your regular income tax. Mm Mm-hmm. So people don't realize you need, if you make less than $40,000, you can get away with taking like 22 to 25% of that income out for taxes. Right. So do that every time you, you de- get paid. You get paid. Yep. I mean, you're going to have it a big tax. Up. Oh yeah. Like you're only going to keep about 40% of what you make on OnlyFans. Yeah. And people don't realize that. No, it, you do not make what it literally says that, oh, okay, this month you have, you know, say $275. You're not seeing that. No, because I, after they take their 20%. And then you pay your taxes on what you actually get. You get like 140 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so you put all of that work in and you still aren't really making a whole lot. So that's why it's really important to get on other streams, not just OF to get more income to come in because the more sources you have also you're going to reach more people right which then they could go to different platforms that you're on and right you know because some platforms you may make more money like more profit on right than others um you know because if you're on chatterbait say mm-hmm. oh yeah that's another one and people find out that you're 
on OnlyFans, which I'm sure they are, they would know that. But mm -hmm. if they didn't know, then they can go check out your OnlyFans to get your content anytime they want instead of just when you're live on Chatterbait. Right. So there could be some cross promotion type stuff that you can do to increase your sales. Yep. You know, because that's basically all you are. You're basically your own salesman yep. and you're just selling you um, to the public in different forms, whether it be, you know, your videos, your pictures, your worn items. Um, right. Because. Hell, even sexting. You, you have to be a good salesman. And I think that's where you've kind of failed. I agree. Because you're not good at selling yourself. No. You don't have that like super outgoing personality like to strangers. Yeah. Like I have to warm up to them and then like they get to know me and then they're like, I love you. Right. <laughs> and I mean, that's something that you're going to be working on yeah. here yeah. because you're getting back into it full time. Yes, I am. But, uh, it's just a matter of the numbers. Like I said earlier, mm -hmm. you have to have yourself in front of enough people to convert them into subscribers. Correct. And unfortunately with the number of OF girls, that makes it even harder. You need a lot of people to see you because, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, out of 400,000, you might have 500 that actually pay your subscription fee. Yep. So, and like another thing, the pricing, <laughs> like on OF. Yeah. Like I, I personally don't feel that any OF should be more than $10 a month. No. Like I, I just really can't see why anyone would pay that. And I know people do, but. The, the only way that I feel like they should be able to charge anything more than $10 is if you literally just live on that site and you post it's so much content between pictures and videos and you do lives nonstop that would make it warranted for that price because you're on it and available. But if you're not, there's no reason because then that person that's paying the subscription isn't getting that money's worth. I mean, like I understand what you're saying, but I feel like most OnlyFans subscribers, men in general, mm -hmm. want a variety yeah that's true so say they're already subbed to two other women mm -hmm. now yours is say 25 dollars a month right that might be too much for them because they're already paying say seven to ten dollars on the other women right so i just think that uh ten dollars is like a good deal and then have some pay-per-view thrown in yeah, pay-per-view is, is a good thing as well. Um, not everybody's going to go for it just because a lot of people will see it as, well, I'm already subscribed to you. Why do I also have to do this for Because it's only $10, that's why. Right, that's <laughs> that's the key factor right there. You're only paying, yes, $10 for the subscription for the month, but then if you want, like, yeah, you're going to throw teasers out there and you're going to throw short video clips, but you're not going to go and throw a 15-minute video on there to, that's included on your $10 a month right. subscription, that's going to end up going in messages. If you want it, you can get it in there. If you don't want it, that's fine. You don't have to get it. Right. And enjoy the pictures and yeah. the one to two minute video clips. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's nothing that says you have to buy that uh, PPV, but nope. I mean, that's always going to be the best content. I yes, mean, that will be. 
that's the fire shit. And if you're not interested in seeing that, cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're not going to give people should not give that away for free no definitely not and then and like yes we you want to have your subscribers happy but as a sex worker you're putting a lot of time in and a lot of time a lot of time it's literally an eight hour a day job making content is literally an all-day affair between hair and makeup between your outfits between your lighting between your videoing and actually doing whatever your video is going to be then you have to edit it and then you have to post it and of is a little bit slow about posting so that kind of takes a little bit of time to get that done um so don't sell yourself short um you're putting a lot of time in it for that one video and if that video ends up being 10 minutes long that 10 minute video took you at least two hours to make at least and that's not including editing that's just getting ready making the content and having it done yeah so don't sell yourself short and put that in the pay-per-view right even if you only sell it for eight to ten dollars like it doesn't have to be super expensive no but you know you should be making more than your ten dollars a month subscription fee right right that's the whole point of a pay-per-view now if you are going to charge $25 a month then in my opinion everything should be free there should be no pay-per-view whatsoever no no there definitely shouldn't I mean that could that actually I think would work better than just trying to be on there as much as possible and posting you know every single day I mean try to post every day regardless um but I think that that would be a good thing if you were going to charge $25 whatever videos you do make just post it right on your wall because then it's worthwhile for your subscribers and they're going to want to stay right for that price because like you said if they're nine times out of ten the guys that are your subscribers are subscribed to multiple ladies so if you're at 25 and somebody's at 10 and another one's at four they're gonna and things get tight they're dropping you right so if you're even if you just go to ten dollars or even eight dollars you're gonna probably have a better chance of staying on the ones he's gonna stay subscribed to because he can afford it yeah and because it's a numbers game I feel like a cheaper subscription price is more attractive to more people. So like say at $25 a month out of that 400,000 followers that we talked about Mm -hmm. at $25 a month, you might only have like 200 people that actually subscribe where if it was at like eight to like $12 a month, Mm -hmm. you'd have that 500. Oh, easy, easy. But that's why a lot of the big girls charge like, 499 yeah because they're doing it for quantity right they'd rather have 10,000 subscribers at 499 a month mm-hmm. than 4,000 at ten dollars a month right yep and that's or, cool. and then or two thousand at twenty dollars you know what I mean like right and you'll see that so a lot of people who were like well how comes you're this price and another one's this price they're like that because they have so many people yes so and you won't know that because that can be hidden so you're not going to be like oh well they're this price okay you're going to see how much they post as far as their pictures and how much they post as far as video or their pictures and videos and then the other section is going to be how many likes they got on all those posts Right, And, and if they have like hundreds of thousands of likes then you know they have thousands and thousands of subscribers <laughs> right right it's it's not like okay if you only have 1.2 thousand likes 
that person doesn't have a lot of people. No. And by the way, that means that person can talk a lot. So, hey, message me. Right. And that's another thing, too. Like, if you're going to do OnlyFans or any type of sex work, mm-hmm. unless you're super popular, you know, like you're already kind of like a social media star. Right. Expect to talk to these people a yeah. lot because that's kind of the whole reason people want amateur stuff. Right. Because you get that more in person or not Personal. in person, personable type of feel with them because yeah. you know, that's what you're doing. You're basically the online version of a stripper. Right. Because you're not that like famous porn star no. that they're never going to be, be able to talk to and this and that. Right. Like you're actually there to, that it can talk to them. Right. So get in their messages. Don't just get on there and not talk to them. Right. All right. So, I mean, I think that's a good start for anyone thinking about getting mm-hmm. into OnlyFans. I think so. Um, just do your homework. Yeah. And don't think it's going to be easy at all. It's probably harder than your day job, way harder than your day job. There's a lot that goes into it and a lot of planning and a lot of scheduling, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're trying to collab with more than, you know, one person to yourself. <laughs> right. And uh, it's very stressful too. Mm-hmm. And you will get burned out mentally. Yep. And possibly physically, depending yeah. on how much content you make and mm-hmm. all that. So that's another thing to keep into consideration. If you're not like a hypersexual person, mm-hmm. chances are your relationship will suffer. Yeah. Because you're going to be fucked out. Like legit. Yeah. I mean, you're that, not, it, you just literally nothing will turn you on. And there's been times where that happened to you. Mm-hmm. It has. And I got to sit there and just get a BJ and be happy with it because yeah. that's all you can give me. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, if that's how you're making your money. That's, that's how it's got to be. Yeah. But you know, and your spouse has to support that. Like, because it's only going to make it, even harder if your spouse makes it harder on you because that's what you're using as a source of income and you're going through all that because it's draining on you. Right. And if they're an asshole about it where they're like, well, I haven't been laid in three days and that's not going to make her want to do anything else. Right. But you know, she's had 16 dildos in her vagina (laughs) over the last three days. Like she doesn't want your dick. Sorry, bud. Like you just have to accept that if you're going to do this. Yeah. And so. just be supportive and just understand you might just have to be happy with a blowjob. Yeah. Or just jerk off and put it all over. Yeah. I mean, that works too. <laughs> that's probably like, that would probably be the best thing that's happened to her all week. Yeah. Just because she didn't have to do anything. Yeah. She can just lay there and be like, just put it on me. Yep. I'll video it. Just put it on yeah, me. Yeah. It's going up <laughs> on the site. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, hopefully one of these days we can get somebody on here that also does some yeah some sex work mm-hmm. and we can get their thoughts and opinions um if anybody on here does do any type of sex work you know whether it be only fans or snapchat premium um like it, if you have a good following and you're you know successful at mm-hmm. it um we want to hear your side of it yeah definitely you know um or if you're a stripper pretty much anything in that realm and would like to be on the show, please contact us because, because there's so many people that want to do all this. You know, I think that we really need to incorporate this a little bit more. I think that'd be a good idea since we kind of encompass a lot of the, different a lot things. of the lifestyles yeah. and, 
And that's part of it. Being a sex worker, I think, is its own lifestyle because it's not normal. No, you know? it's not. And it's still not accepted by society either. Yeah, so that's kind of its own little lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Okay. All right, so what do you got for us for our Kink and BDSM segment? So I wanted to talk about the masochists and how they are really into the whole pain aspect of things. Well, yes, that would be a masochist. Yes. <laughs> but what I mean is, okay, so for me, okay, we know the definition or we'll do a little refresher. Masochists enjoy pain. They love to have They get it be- sexual gratification from pain. Yes. So for most people, like as soon as anything happens to them, that's a form of pain that's inflicted upon them, whether it be from a hand, a flogger, a whip, a cane, they're just automatically enjoying it in a pleasurable way. Now for me, I am a masochist, but I struggle with my brain accepting the pain mm-hmm. and my body going no i like this but my brain is like what the fuck right your vagina and your brain they don't talk to each other they do not talk no because if we're having like a heavy impact scene or something mm-hmm. you're complaining about the pain mm-hmm. but your vagina is like flooding right and i'm like not aware yeah, like you don't even know it's happening. No. But I stick a finger in you and it's like, you know, like it's <laughs> soaking wet. Right. And that's what's really interesting that I still haven't quite figured out because like I end up really liking the after effect where I have all the bruising and that's where I get turned on and I'm excited about that. And like, I'll go through everything to earn those bruises because I like it. And I love like when I go to sit down and it hurts and it's that reminder of, you know, what our scene was a couple of days prior. But what it, I would like is if my brain and my vagina could talk together. <laughs> right. Because you want to be able to switch that pain sensation into a pleasure sensation yes. as it's happening right not later right exactly because it's happening later and well like I, I i told you the other day when we were kind of talking about this mm-hmm. i really feel like it's because we don't get a consistent like schedule of we, being able to like build on my pain tolerance yeah. like we can't build on it and it doesn't happen super often anymore so when it does now your body's not used to it and your brain is like ouch 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 it is and i'm trying to tell it to shut up because like okay so the other night you bit me on my inner thigh and it fucking hurt like a son of a bitch but afterwards like like immediately as soon as you let go i was like "Ooh, do that again but my brain was still like this fucking asshole yes <laughs> yes i mean like i was like my whole brain had me turned off from like even coming but yet my body wanted to yeah like that was the, such turmoil i know because like i was super rough with you that night you were like, you slapped me so hard my jaw hurt yeah and i choked the shit out of you yes 
and I was smacking your titties really hard. Yes. And I was biting you all over. Yep, you bit my nipple too. And when I fucked you, like it sounded like macaroni and cheese in a pot. Oh god. Like you were so wet. <laughs> but your your brain was like, I'm not coming for this motherfucker. Oh my god, it it totally did. Like I hate this fucking guy. <laughs> Legit. And there was no there I could not get it around that. And that was like super frustrating because like I said, like my body wanted to come from that so bad, but legit, that's what my brain was like. Nope. Shut down. Yeah. Cause you were like riding right on that edge Yes. of you were about to like squirt everywhere. Yes. And nothing at all. Like, yeah, it was like, I was stuck like, oh, okay. So I, I don't know if there's anybody else who is also a submissive slash slave and also a masochist that goes through that kind of experience as well as far as like you do enjoy the pain but your normal thinking brain gets in the way i'm sure because it's very hard to stay in that mindset i mean it, it definitely is just in everyday life yeah. um that it definitely gets in the way and makes things not as easy and straightforward as it should be um, but I'm going to be working on that because you got time now. I do. I got, I got plenty of time and I'm no longer going to be like in the, no, I'm tired or, I'm, you know, from work, like I'm going to have other work that'll make me semi tired, but I could take a nap. <laughs> right. But you, but it's literally going to be your job to kind of stay in that mindset all day now. So yeah. that will help you a lot. I think so. And like, this wasn't as much of an issue until like recently yeah. um just because like before i was really into it like you can make me like gush on the floor by impact play mm-hmm. um so i think i'm just in a in a weird spot where it's normal life taking over and my brain not allowing me to literally read my body and be like okay well, yeah, we're sinking I mean, because that's that's what BDSM is all about. It's it, it's the mental mm-hmm. aspect of it. Yeah. And when you detach yourself from the BDSM lifestyle mm-hmm. to live your normal life, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't get time for the BDSM stuff aside from like just our mental uh, type like of relationship, day. you know, yeah. because being in that master slave relationship, obviously. We still have our dynamic. We just don't get to play the way we want to. Correct. Yeah. So like we still talk in that manner with each other as you are my sir or my master. Um, and I speak to you accordingly and I do things accordingly. But as far as like a, the sexual actual play sessions. Right. It's usually just quick before bed sex and. Yeah. I hate those. <laughs> I hate those. But, you know, work life like normal work life got in the way. Yeah, but now you don't have a normal job. So no. you can go back to being your dirty kinky little, little whore. whore. Yeah. <laughs> I love that we said it at the same time. Well, you said dirty. I said kinky, but same thing. It is the same thing, but we said whore at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for people that may be going through this as well, I mean, it's really important that you get your, your mind right. Yes. You know, because you have to be in the correct mindset in order to let 
that pain go and mm -hmm. have it turn into pleasure. Yeah. And uh, you just got to do whatever works for you to yeah. get in that mindset. Like for you, it's me literally hounding you all day and, you know, being on top of you as a master. Yeah. Where if I give you too much slack. That's where I kind of like slip. do my own thing. And, yeah. Yeah. Because you thrive on that structure. I was just going to say, I need structure in my life. <laughs> right. Without that, I have chaos. <laughs> right. And when you're living a normal life day to day, mm -hmm. you know, I'm limited on what I can do. Yeah. Because to keep I you in that mindset. Right. Because we're, you know, limited on us being able to talk to each other. We're limited on you being able to tell me the things that I need to do because it interferes with like whatever my normal work job was. Mm -hmm. So, um, not having that will be able to give that structure that is needed to kind of keep me on track. Right. So, yeah. But, um, I'm thinking, you know, in the next, hopefully month or two, I'll be back on track completely. Sounds about right. That's what I'm thinking. Cause I know like that first week or two is going to be rough and hit or miss until we get into like a, a new schedule again. Yep. And that's where the obedience app will come in. Oh yes. Play. Would you like to explain this obedience app for our BDSM listener listeners who may already know about it? They probably do. But if not, um, the obedience app is an app for Android and iPhone. Um, and it's made for DS relationships. So dom sub master slave and both people would download it mm -hmm. the dominant makes the dom account mm -hmm. and he can add submissives or she can add add submissives and uh it basically gives you uh, different sections where you have your your tasks mm -hmm. and you can get points for doing them or you can get punishments for not doing them uh, and you and can list out everything mm -hmm. in the app, you know, so like you, you can have different punishments for each task too. Oh, okay. Or you can have different rewards for each task. You also lose points as well. Yes. If you don't do a task, then you lose points. Right. So, and the goal is obviously to get your weekly amount of points and then you earn something. You would earn something. I mean, that's how we do it. Right. You can use the app however you want, but that's how we do it. Um, and then there's also like a messaging part where you can message your sub or your dom in case you don't want to use regular messaging apps. But like I would assume like maybe for some people, it really helps keep them in that mindset. Like this is the only app you're allowed to use. Oh, yeah. You know, like they may control that. That could be. Um, but it's a really good app the pro version i think is like 20 bucks and that gives you like unlimited tasks and all kinds of shit mm. and unlimited submissives for any of you lucky bastards that <laughs> have harems i was just gonna say i have a harem but it's a good app and it keeps getting better oh good like they the guy keeps updating it that's always so. a plus updates are great yes at first it was kind of buggy when i first got it yeah, I remember. That's why, like, that one time, it kept taking off multiple things. Yeah. Like, points that I was losing. I'm like, why am I losing? Why? I'm, like, in the negative by, like, a 30. Like, what happened? Yeah. So, it's a good app. Um, especially, you know, if everyday life gets in your way a lot of your dynamic. That's that a good way to, to keep things on track. Yeah. 
and you're, you're you know like you said you're kind of doing like a check-in so that kind of keeps you in that mind frame because you're you know constantly thinking oh i need to be doing this and he'll know so i need to do this and right that. because it it alerts the dominant when you've checked off that you've done a task mm-hmm. so and i think there's in the messages you can actually send pictures too so oh, like if so it was like you need to have proof of something yes, like you did you you know wear these certain panties or did you do the laundry you can yeah. take a picture and be like i did it right so it's a cool app you should check it out very good and uh is that all you got for yeah that's that's all i sluts? have for the for the pain sluts there okay well good show yeah you're like ready to fall asleep it's it's uh like one o'clock in the morning one thirty. yeah it's like one thirty a.m yep but hey it was a good night of podcasts we we had quite a few yeah we did uh, we were guests yes on dexter black's mm-hmm. podcast tonight that we were so that was fun and uh and we did ours but unfortunately because it was so late you know we don't have the video no like we're not gonna have a video to put up on OnlyFans of this one not this one sorry guys yeah so next week though will be a good one yes that it will be because i think we're gonna uh, break out tink's toy box again Ooh, it's been a minute that'll be fun since we didn't do like one of our fun segments tonight oh no we didn't it's okay though because you know. We had that new important role with the the OF page yeah. and information on that. So that works. Absolutely. All right. Are you ready to wrap it up? I am. You're going to wrap it up like a condom? I mean. You should. Protection is, is a but I mean, protection is a must. Yeah. <laughs> always. Always wrap it. Always. Okay. <laughs> I love the sound effect. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Um. Don't forget, if you have any questions or comments, uh, you can email us at the kitchen sink ENM and kink at gmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook. And we did get an email this past week okay. from somebody, but I want to save that for the next show. Okay. So if you're listening, I did get your email and I appreciate it. I'm sorry I haven't responded back yet. Uh, it's been a, a crazy week, but. We are going to talk about your email next week. All right. I can't wait. Me either. All right. Until then, we'll see you. And that's our show, everybody. You can find us on our socials on TikTok at KSENM and Kink Podcast, at Tink Swings One, and at JUST underscore Pedro 83. We're also on Instagram at KSENM and Kink Podcast. And of course, you can find us on our OnlyFans at KSENM and Kink Podcast, which for $5.99 a month, you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and watch all the sexy videos and uh, the toy reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E 69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. We appreciate you guys listening and we'll see you next week.